The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, it's a great pleasure, as always, to welcome Professor Donald O'Shea. He is the most knowing man when it comes to everything to do with obesity in this country. Uh, he is the clinical lead. He's in the School of Medicine at UCD. And I've known him for many years and he's, it's, it's, it's almost a life passion with him. Well, to my horror and disgust, I read in today's papers, because me that doesn't eat breakfast, doesn't eat lunch and lives on two litres of Diet Coke a day, what do I find? I don't believe it, that the artificial uh, sweeteners, and I actually don't like Coke, I like the flavour of Diet Coke, I like everything about it, and I like the fact that Coke Zero and that, there's no calories, so I can drink as much of it. But apparently this wretched international agency for research on cancer has found that this aspartamine, or whatever it is, apparently the artificial uh, sweeteners, may cause cancer in humans. Donald, good morning. Could this be true? Uh, well, Ivan, the WHO are uh, saying, and, and their cancer research arm are saying, that it could be true. They're not saying it is true, uh, but they are flagging it now uh, for the first time officially as a possible carcinogen. So in some ways, there's nothing new in this, because we've known uh, there have been concerns for some time about the various additives that go into food, uh, when you reformulate um, and artificial sweeteners and this is the most commonly used artificial sweetener it's in chewing gum it's in Diet Coke uh, it's, it's uh, in some of the sweeteners that go into tea and, and coffee uh, this one has been kind of high on the list so if you look at uh, the use of this sweetener and you look at the growth in certain cancers uh, they're parallel lines um, and so it's kind of guilt by association uh, without absolute cause uh, being identified. But I remember some crowd uh, said that red meat gave you cancer and they had to subsequently, I think it was in the Lancet or something, they had to change uh, direction on that. Uh, look, a balanced diet is the way to go. But would you not accept, as someone who's concerned about obesity, that it's a no-brainer that if our artificial sweeteners have been a game-changer for people who have to consume something and want to consume less calories. Yes, and, uh, you know, we would advise people who, who drink uh, in our clinic, who drink large volumes of sugar-sweetened drinks uh, to switch uh, to the ones with artificial sweeteners. Um, and we've been giving that advice for a, a, a number of years. Water and milk for kids are definitely uh, the two go-to options. And, and the pattern of consumption of uh, both diet drinks and sugar-sweetened drinks by our kids uh, is a particular concern. So uh, you, you need to take the WHO's uh, uh, kind of advice on board, I think, in just how you think about it. And you said it, a balanced diet. Um, you know, uh, we are pushed, um, you know, if you're two hours on TikTok, which is what the average TikTok user spends on uh, time-wise on TikTok, you'll get 40 ads for ultra-processed foods that contain lots of additives. You won't see an ad for a vegetable. You won't see an ad for a banana. Um, and and uh, advertising drives consumption. And uh, it, it, I'm, I'm concerned at all of the additives that are uh, 
included in the ultra-processed foods because we just don't know what a lot of them do. But just, you see you see there now, you, you just said water or milk, right? We'll just go with the water thing. When I'm finished with the Diet Coke, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm dehydrated after all the Guinness and wine that I've had and so on, then what happens is I reach for flavoured water. And so Deirdre either gets me Diet Coke or flavoured water. And I suppose that has uh, artificial sweeteners in it as well. Uh, the flavoured water does, unless the flavoured water is uh, a, a bottle of water with uh, your own slice of lemon or your own squeeze of lime into it, uh, which would be naturally flavoured water if you're using the um, kind of the, artificial... The, the, fizzy, the fizzy one, it could be lime flavoured or it could be... Uh, Raspberry, uh, you know, it, strawberry, whatever. It'll be a lime, it'll be a lime extract, uh, which will have preservatives uh, in it. And it's the preservatives. You know, if you think about the shelf life of uh, the, the ultra-processed food and drink that lasts for months, um, you know, uh, it, that has to have so much uh, in it to make it uh, last for months that you would be better off not having it. Dear, oh dear. We see, as you get older, I'm 63 now, mortality is kind of knocking on your on your doorstep and you kind of say, well, you're going to go one way or the other. There's no getting out of this alive. Can I ask you about obesity? Because you, you have dedicated a lot of your adult life to this. Are we winning the war or are we becoming a fatter nation? Um, we are uh, levelling off at obesity rates in adulthood of about 24%. Uh, that compares to 33% in the States. So we're levelling off, which is uh, positive. The HSE finally has a plan to actively treat obesity uh, as aggressively as the disease of obesity needs to be treated. I.e. surgery? Uh, Surgery uh, and uh, increasingly now drug therapy. Uh, and you know the vista well, do, do the drugs for, work? Because I see them advertised that if you take these, you know, you you won't have appetite. Are you in favour of those? Do they work? The, the ones that are advertised uh, don't work. They're they're not uh, a solution, uh, and they're 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 not proven to be of any benefit. The actual drugs that have been developed uh, by the pharmaceutical industry and are prescription only uh, are uh, very effective at the moment and there are drugs coming over the next five years uh, that will allow us to manage uh, obesity uh, incredibly effectively uh, with drug treatment. There will always be a role And just for on, that, on, on that, those new drugs and, and the, the, the prescribed, they suppress your appetite, is that it? The, the new medications uh, that come suppress your appetite and increase Um, your energy burn. So they work in two ways, uh, not just uh, by making you uh, eat less. They also make you burn energy more efficiently. And uh, that advance uh, using uh, hormones that your own body makes after a meal, um, that's what these drugs have been uh, developed based on. That that advance... uh, has come about 10 years sooner than anybody in the field of obesity expected. We knew it was coming, but we all thought 2035 before we'd have really useful treatments. We have those now. And no we'll no have side effects? Five years. 
uh, side effects come with uh, treatment. If, if, a, if a drug doesn't have side effects, it probably won't have effects. So the, the downside is it tends to be gastrointestinal nausea at the start that wears off. Constipation is the biggest reason people stop these treatments. Um, and, and kind of rotten egg burps would be another um, side effect. A bit of dizziness for some people, uh, which we're seeing now that these are being used more commonly, where we're seeing the side effects a bit more commonly. Okay, and so we're not too bad internationally in the 20s percent for adults. Um, are you, are, inter- yeah. And stabilising, would you say? And stabilising. Okay. Stabilising is disguised a little bit, Ivan, by yeah. an ongoing increase in uh, the less well-off, less educated parts of society and a, a, a decline in the better-off, better-educated. So uh, overall stable, uh, but there are socioeconomic trends that remain uh, a concern, and that's an international okay. observation. And, and, and in my previous discussions, you were very with you, you were very much focusing on childhood obesity. How's that going? Uh, those rates, again, are levelling off with overweight or obesity in our kids at about 20%, one in five. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, your previous discussion about uh, kids with acne and self-esteem, yeah. we know children living with obesity, their self-esteem is in their boots uh, and they're they're looking at influencers online that are presenting this cultural desire to be thin, this perfect look. Uh, and that's a mismatch that uh, at your age and my age, we can look at and say, well, look, that's not reality. Yeah. But when you're 12 and 14 and your hormones are kicking off and you're looking at perfection on your uh, tablet, um, you think, well, why can't I be like that? Indeed, indeed. And uh uh, obviously, Instagram and things like that have made that more, more threatening to them, I suppose, and more, more, more imperative. Okay, uh, I, I really commend you on the work you're doing. Um, I, I liked your line. You know, you can't have effects without side effects, and you know, in some cases, you've just got to choose uh, what you're going to go with. So I'm going to choose the Diet Coke. I'm sorry, and I'm going to choose the flavored waters. I'm sorry. I'm going to take my chances on the lotto of life with cancer. But it's always a pleasure to get the proper news and information. Uh, Professor Donal O'Shea of UCD and elsewhere. Thank you indeed for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.